Hi, welcome to Just Common Sense. My name's Brian Harrison, and I got a Jerry on the line. Say hi, Jerry. Hi, Jerry. <laughs> I almost called you Jerry Harrison, and I got confused for a second. <laughs> I'm just messing around. I figured I'd throw you off on that one. Yeah, that would throw me off. <laughs> oh, gosh. Hey, guys, we're going to be talking about a couple things here. I, You know... Something is really bothering me, and I'm going to say it this way. You know, you got the military out there. I'm going to go into this a little bit. You got the military out there. And we just had D-Day yesterday. And what are we hearing about mostly? We're hearing about Pride Month. We're seeing all over the place from Disney to movies to, you know, all that stuff. Well... And parades, obviously, out there. They're flaunting themselves and everything else. You know, we're not against gay people. We've said that. We're not against any of that. But the Pride Month, when you got the military, gets one day, maybe two days a year, three tops. But the point is, why aren't they getting a month? They sacrifice their lives every time they go to war. They're out there protecting our country constantly. There's been many lives lost. What do you think that is? Why, Jerry? You know, it's all pandering for, uh, you know, votes. So what you're doing is you're taking a tiny percentage of the population and you're just showing people how tolerant you are, how woke you are. And, you know, you're trying to get any votes you can from uh, that, you know, part of the population and or from that demographic. And, you know, I mean, it's it's like you said, you know, I mean, yeah, OK, so we've got Memorial Day and uh, Veterans Day, you know, for the veterans. Right. And so, you know, those are the only two days that we really have. Now, there are a couple other things. Right. That are like, you know, some people will, you know, uh, go ahead and sell it's not an official holiday, but they'll no. celebrate the, you know, like the landing at D-Day or Pearl Harbor Day or something like that. But as far as the veterans themselves, two days, really, there's only one day because no. Memorial Day is yeah. for the, the war dead. Right. But, right. you know, th- but it, you can even take it further than that. You know, you got we used to have when I was younger, Washington's birthday and Lincoln's birthday. Well, then they combined them into one holiday and just called it President's Day. So right. so to honor all of the presidents in our country, you know, in our history, we get a day. And it's like to honor our war dead, we get a day. To honor uh, our veterans, you know, we get a day. And then pride is a month. Gay pride is a month. Right. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I I really, it's excessive. Right. I think anything having a month is too long. You know, I mean, when they say it's such and such month, I I think anything for a month is way too long. Right. And I mean, and plus now there's so many different weeks and months and, days and everything like that that you know and and i've said this before that once everything is special nothing is special so you know it's like if somebody comes in and goes oh yeah it's you know uh, you know donut day you get a free donut i'm like i could care less i was the other day i was in the airport and somebody was talking about free donut day it's you know i mean it's national donut day and i'm like and i'm like so what i mean everything's (laughs) a day now you know yeah but let's just give (laughs) you know Give Pride Day a day, not a month. There's no reason. Just like Black History Month, give it a day. Exactly. It's crazy. And yes, you're right. It's about the votes. It's about what they can push to get more votes and all this that you just talked about. Now, again, we're not against 
black history. We're not against uh, pride. We're not against any of that stuff if they just do it a day. That's fine. That's what well, they want to do. Well, it's not even just a day. But, it's a matter of, you know, like, for yeah. example, black history. Right. You know, why don't you just take the word black off that and make it history? Okay? That's, and that's because because when you I'm look going. at, you know, you know like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Crispus Attucks, who was one of the first people killed in the American Revolution, actually, before yeah. it was even the revolution. Yeah. You know, he was a black man. And you know, I learned about him in school long before there was a Black History Month. And I learned about Harriet Tubman before there was a Black History Month. And I learned about, you know, other, you know, famous black people like George Washington Carver, you know. And, right. and you know, when you look at, you know, a lot of these people, you learn about them in history. Then you want a whole month. So do we now not teach black history during the rest of the year? You know, I mean, right. I, my personal opinion is, I, hey, I understand, you know, slavery was a terrible thing. Sure. Uh, discrimination is a terrible thing and it's like but yeah. that should be part of the lesson but to have a whole month dedicated to you know a race that's actually in itself racist and, and then you throw in now that the you know the the gay pride month that's not even a race it's not a gender it's not you know i mean you know it's just it's it's a, my opinion okay i know i'll sure. get some hate on this one but my opinion it's a choice yeah. You know, yeah. I know some people disagree. Yeah. I believe it's a choice. Right. And what are I wasn't done where I was going and you kind of filled it in because I was actually going to say we don't mind. But I was going to go there and I'm going to say it again. I, I you know, just like when we talk about the uh, when Biden talks and he talks about the Supreme Court, when it, we've talked about this before, when he said a woman of color, why don't you just say I went and I like this person. They got good qualifications, and that's why I chose to put her in there. Them, boom, done. I don't care if when a president serves. I don't care if they're a male, female, whatever the case is, if they're whatever color or anything. And I hate to use those words, but again, as long as they're doing a good job, you know, I'll say it. I saw something out there on Twitter the other day. And I really should mention her name. I just looked at it a second ago. But that being said, she goes, when are we going to have a female president? I came back to her and I said, when are we going to have a confident pro? Uh, uh, well, I said, when are we going to have a actual president doing their job? That was one thing. Or a competent president. <laughs> um, I also said that it doesn't matter. It's somebody that's qualified. It shouldn't matter on any of that. And I guarantee she's going to bring race. She's going to do all that by doing what she did. That's what she. That's where she was going with that. We don't need to hear all this stuff, guys. What we need to do is hear somebody who's qualified. That's it. No, that's that's exactly it. And and see, that's part of the problem is people are trying to check a box, and you know, say, oh well, like you know, every time you know something happens, what they do is like, I remember when. Uh, I think it was Tony Dungy was coaching yeah. Tampa Bay and they won the Super Bowl. And it's like, oh, a black coach finally won the Super Bowl. So what? A coach won Absolutely. the Super Bowl. A team Absolutely. won the Super Bowl. And it's like, and basically what you're doing is by making it, you know, some sort of spectacle that it was, you know, a person that was of a yeah. different race or anything like that. You know, all you're doing is you're saying, you know, yeah, you know, I mean, so, you know, these people aren't normally good enough, but this one guy. Right. was able to do it and it's like you know i mean and, and if you look back i mean 
holy cow, if you want to just start breaking down the uh, Super Bowl coaches, I mean, oh, well, you know, this guy was of Greek descent and this guy is, you know, of, of, you know, part American Indian. And it's like, I mean, the more that we sit there and talk about accomplishments by somebody based on their race, the more that we put down that race. Correct. And it's being divided more and more. Oh, we finally had a black coach win the Super Bowl. It's like, you know, now that I think there's two or three that have won it, but it's like, but you know, the thing is, I mean, it's like, but by saying it, by putting the word black in front of his name and saying, Oh, we had a black coach do this. We had a black player do this. You know, basically what you've just done is you've, you've taken away from their ability and skill set, and you've turned it into a racial issue. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, we weren't even going to talk about this tonight, but it was something I thought I'd bring up because of what I just saw. I saw some stuff out there about this. Anyway, so there are a couple things we're going to be talking about tonight. Obviously, where are we going again? We're still talking about guns. This has been going on and on and on for days and weeks and years, actually. So, anyway. That being said, that... uh We'll see what happens. Some people said Mitch McConnell's starting to lean to listen to the left about guns. Um, they're going to have to get enough votes in there if they were to do that. They need 10 votes. And it's, I don't see it happening. And, uh, you know, I just don't. And I talked to Jerry before the show. I was talking to him about the age limit. And I said, you know, and there's a valid point here. I said, yeah, it would be great if they could go from 18 to 21 on rifles. They already have it on pistols. But again, Jerry has a valid point. Well, then that means we have to put everything to 21, military and all that. But if we put the military to 21, it is going to be harder for some of these guys. They're, they're going to have less people to go into the military, and they may not be able to fill that. And that's important. So, And your thoughts, Jerry? I know you got something. No, I, I fully agree. And, and well, not only that, but what you do is you reduce your pool of qualified applicants for the military as well. Right. If you go to 21, because now if you go to 21, there's a lot of people that have gotten into their life by the time they're 21 years old. You know, maybe they've got a job that's turning into a career. Or maybe since the military wasn't an option, they decided to go, uh, you know, and take a, a you know, a course in plumbing or go to college or, you know, something like that. And so now they've got other things going, not to mention the fact that, Hey, between 18 and 21, things can happen. You wind up getting married, having kids, right. you know, now all of a sudden it's like, I, you know what I mean? So, you know, do I think that it either needs to be 18 for everything or 21 for everything? Yes, I do. But I yeah. kind of lean a little bit away from making everything too. 21 because yeah. here, here, here's one of the problems that we have too. Right. We tell kids, that, you know, hey, when you graduate high school, you know, and they list all the commencement speakers, oh, you know, go out and take the world by the tail and everything like that. But then we don't let them. You know, they're 18 years old. Yeah. They can join the military. They could buy a car. They could buy a house. They could sign a legal contract. They can yeah. change their national or their um, their citizenship, but they can't drink. They yeah. can't purchase a handgun. There's, you know, all these things that they can't do at 21. And it's like, so we either need to make everything 21 or, not, or nothing 21. Right. And personally, I think 18 is what we should go back to. And, you know, I just I look at are people going to make mistakes? Yep, they are, you know, guaranteed. Um, you know, but the thing is, it's like, you know, the more restrictions we put on people, um, you know, I just think the worse it is. Yeah, no, you got a point. And that's why we keep going back and forth on this, too. And I, I see both sides here. I really do. And it's, uh, 
you know, Jerry's got a good point. It's got to be one or the other. And, uh, you know, I remember when drinking age was 18 years old. It really was. And it was right and, when and frankly, I... frankly, the other thing on that too, well, Brian, is, is really that's a Tenth Amendment issue. Yeah. You know, and, you know, that should be left up to the states to decide. I think... Because, good point. you know, different states have different ages for uh, legal age of consent. They have right. different ages for... Um, you know, when you can get your driver's license. I remember when I was in high school, we met some people that had come down uh, from New Jersey on a school trip and they couldn't get their driver's license till they were like 17 and we could get ours at 16. And so, you know, I mean, and so that's, that's something that might be a 10th amendment issue as well. Hey, you know what, you know, you want to drink at 18? Well, let the States decide. And that's the way actually in reality, the drinking age of 21 really still is a state's issue. But the federal government kind of um, they kind of imposed their will by withholding highway funds to states that didn't raise their drinking age to 21. Yeah. And so, you know, that was the and now when you think about that, here's how wrong that is. The federal government doesn't have money. So guess whose money they were withholding? The money they got from the states. So yep. that would be like me borrowing money from you. And then making you do something for me before I'll pay you back. <laughs> I, I mean, was, think about that. I was actually talking to somebody about this today, and I was saying the same thing earlier today about this. Um, anyway, <laughs> so, you know, you mentioned something, and I, I was speaking with somebody yesterday, and this is how much these kids have changed. And obviously it goes back to parenting. You know, when I was a kid, Jerry was a kid, first thing we wanted to do is, I want my driver's license. I want my driver's license so bad. We were dying to get our driver's license because we wanted to be independent. We wanted to get out there and go visit our friends and do stuff. Guess what now these kids are doing? I don't want it. I don't care if I'm 22 years old. I don't want my driver's license because you'll take me everywhere. You'll do everything that I tell you to do. You'll let me play on my video games. That's the way these children are getting it. It's because of the parents. This is where I go back to mental awareness. Parents are not parenting. They're not doing a good job. Now, I'm not saying all parents. I'm saying a big majority of parents are letting their kids get away with a lot. Yeah. And tell, I'm telling you, kids don't want that. They want to be parented. They really do. They look to you for guidance. If you think different, you're crazy. You know, I'm starting to see things out there, and I'm not going to get graphic, but there was something out there I saw today with wrestling and Facebook, and it was almost like a... I hate to use this word up sexual on there and and children are watching this and this is what our country's becoming this is what the world's becoming in a lot of places and it's absolutely uncalled for i mean you're sitting there with your child watching this stuff shame on you as a parent you're sick if you think that's the case i mean literally yeah and i sent that over to you jerry but i don't think it, i think they pulled it down thank god somebody did something it was I, pulled down well, quickly. I was able to watch it from the link you sent me, and I, okay. I, I knew where it was going, and I watched a little yeah. bit of it. And you know, I mean, I, it's like, but you're sick. right. I mean, the kind of show that that is, it was yeah. highly inappropriate. Absolutely, because there's children there, and I'm not going to break it down yeah. because we're on a show here, guys. But right. it's out there, and it was, it was pretty graphic. It was very inappropriate, and people put that. Obviously, somebody threw it out there on Facebook because they're like, "Oh, this is so cool." No, it's sick. But anyway. I just, you know, that stuff's going on. So we did talk about that. You know, hold on. I got to make a laugh. There, 
Guess who spoke today? And I heard her. Whoopi Goldberg. (laughs) You know what she says? She was on The View today and apparently talking about guns again. And she was saying, I have my concealed and carry. (laughs) She was... She was talking about it like that, and I'm like, but she's again, she's anti-gun. I'm like, okay, she's lying, first of all. I don't think she has her concealed and carry. Plus, I think she's wearing, maybe in California, I have to look. I, please. She has maybe a bodyguard to protect her, especially the way she's gotten now, but, which shouldn't be the case regardless. See, that's the thing. So many of these high-profile people that are yeah. anti-gun have people with guns around them. Right. And so if you want to take guns away, take them away from your people. Absolutely. You know? Matter of fact, lead the way, lead by example. You know, have your people yeah. give them up first. Yeah. And let's see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. It's absolutely. And if crazy. you call the police, make sure you tell the police, you know, like if somebody breaks in your house, make sure you tell the police, hey, I don't believe in guns. So the people, the police officers you send out here, I need them to be unarmed police officers. Yeah. <laughs> Although the criminal has one, can we just send one of those uh, advisors you guys were talking about to come out and talk to them? Yeah, <laughs> they were talking about that for a while instead of having police having advisors. Oh my gosh! So tonight's more of just talking and laughing over a lot of this stuff that they're doing, guys. It's not my typical podcast tonight. It's more of just how stupid people are out there, <laughs> guys. I want to talk also about Joe Biden. Oh wait, did we just talk about stupid? Okay, I want to talk about Joe Biden. <laughs> I want to talk about his wife. By the way. I was talking with my wife about this, and I said to my wife, I said, if I were in that position and all of a sudden, let's just say I had Alzheimer's or something, and all of a sudden I were in a position where I were in the Senate or I were in the White House as president, and I was, I was having these difficulties, what would you do? And she said, well, because I really care about you, I would talk to you and make you resign or have you resign. Because she said it's about doing the right thing for the American people. And it's also about how much she loves me and she wants to, you know, protect me and say, you know, we need to go ahead and keep an eye on you, make sure you're getting everything right and being taken care of. Where I see Joe Biden's wife not doing that because, in my opinion, a lot's on her because she's not, I'm not, she's not taking care of her husband. She should be doing this stuff. But she wants to be in that white house a part of the group i feel that i really feel that what's your thoughts on that jerry i couldn't agree more and and you know the thing is i have watched her like stop him and yeah. you know interrupt him when he's making a fool of himself and i've watched her like uh you know take him by the arm and lead him away from the press when the press is trying to ask him questions that you know she knows that he can't answer properly and so, you know, I mean, it's just um, but she knows that he's not all there, right. but she's a fake herself. She runs around yep. calling herself Dr. Jill Biden, and it's oh, an yeah. honorary doctorate. Yep. Um, she's basically a kindergarten teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, she cheated on her husband with Joe Biden when he was a senator way back when. Yeah. And it's like, so, I mean, yeah, they're just a bunch of liars and, and cheats and, you know, and everything like right. that. And by the way, everything I said is true. So, you know, I mean, it's like anybody wants to fact check me, have at it. Go at it. That's true. I can also get into where Joe Biden used the N word and variety of things. I saw a video out there. Oh, he yeah, was yeah, doing yeah. that. He was calling, he was getting, 
He, That's what's so crazy about him claiming to be this race warrior. Is, I know. You know, he he's one of the most racist people that's ever sat in the White House. Right. And it's out there, guys. It really is. And I hate that. I hate, I really, really despise people that are racist. And if there's, there's some on both sides that are racist, we've seen it. There really is. And we don't like that. Look, I'm a Christian. Jerry's a Christian. I know we talk. But again... You know, we don't go talking like that. We don't, we're not going to use that name. We're not going to talk about that stuff. So, I mean, and as a person and as a Christian, just like Jerry, you know, we feel sorry for Joe Biden going through it as a person, what he's going through. He shouldn't be there. He's not competent to be there. I don't like Joe Biden because of his past things he's done. And I don't like the way he's running the country. It's terrible. Obviously, we've got gas prices. We've talked about that. We've talked about, um, let's talk about electric cars. And I can't remember her name. She was talking, she was in the house today and she's talking about, I got my electric car and I pass gas stations all the time now. And I don't mind putting these fuel companies pretty much out of business. Pretty much what she said. Well, let me explain it. Do we have semis with fully electric semis that could drive across this country back and forth without having to get fuel or diesel? No, we don't because... When they drive, they're in a rush. They got to get somewhere. They got to get to their spots because they have a time limit too. And I'm telling you, diesel prices are far higher than gas prices, far higher. Next thing you're wondering why food's getting more expensive. Well, guess what? Farmers need to charge for it. These truck drivers need to charge for it. Therefore, you're having to pay more for fuel, fuel and food, I should say, and many other things. Next thing, we're going to have people that can't pay their bills. And then they're going to have problems. You're going to start seeing foreclosures on houses. You're going to see people with credit cards losing their credit cards. You're going to see the banks starting to have problems going, well, great. We're having all this collapse of the, uh, you know, the economy and everything else right now because people can't pay their bills. And it all comes back to who's sitting in the White House right now. Yeah, but why? you know what? that was going to happen anyways, and here's why I say that. Okay, go ahead. Um, even the before the gas prices went up, right. Brian, how long have some people been out of work? Well, okay, true. And so when you look at that, and so what you got is you got all these people that have been out of work for so long. Right, it's a part of the puzzle. And they've been collecting some government money, but also the government has had – uh, moratoriums on evictions, foreclosures, right? You know, stuff like that. So, what's going to happen is there, there's a lot of people out there that were like, "Oh, I can't be evicted now because the government's not letting them evict me." So they haven't been paying their rent. I, I promise you that right now, with all the people that've been out of work because of all the COVID nonsense, I promise you that right now there's people out there that are 12, 14, 16 months behind on rent or mortgage or something like that. I'm not talking just one or two months. I'm talking a year, year and a half behind on their rent and mortgage. Well, what's going to happen when that property owner can't collect on a year and a half worth of rent, but his mortgage is still due? You know, he's going to lose the property. It's going to get foreclosed on. And so, I mean, it's going to be this uh, domino effect. So, Yes, what you're saying is true that because I was heading into it more, but that's just (laughs) going to expedite what's happening. Right. And I was heading into it more. And again, when that forecloses, guess what? Then there's going to be more people homeless on the street. That's another thing. They're going to be going after food stamps and everything else. 
And it just, it's a domino effect. I was actually going to go into a couple things on that. But anyway, so Jerry just jumped in there, read my notes, part of them again. But that's fine. He yeah. actually did go over it. Hey, and I got to say, I am not sure if the uh, eviction thing's still in effect. I heard it was not. Well, but it, it's, I need it's, to... it's not mandatory yeah. anymore, but it's, uh, right. I think that there's still a lot of uh, states and municipalities that are still going by it. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Yeah, and I just wanted to confirm that because uh, you know me, if I can't, I need to right. verify something before, and that's the main thing here. So again, yeah, but see, the thing is, what happens is a lot of times right. the, the government, the federal government, will put something in place in the state, and then they won't force it, right. but places will just leave it going, like, well, you know what the heck? They didn't tell us we had to stop doing it, right. so you know, it's in the interest of humanity to not kick sure. these people out and everything. I mean. But the thing is, the buck has to stop somewhere. And so, yeah. I mean, how does the property owner get paid? And if the property owner doesn't get paid, what relief do you have for the property owner? Well, right. then if you give relief to the property owner, well, where is that relief going to come from? Oh, from the people that are still working and are still paying their bills. Right. Right. And, you know, you got a, you got a point. You really do. And that's where we were going with some of this tonight. And there's just so much more chaos with all this. This is only pieces of the puzzle. And it's just going to get far worse. You know, and I mean, honestly, let's just talk about what could fill or fix the gas problem right now to a point. Open up Alaska's pipelines. Open up the Canadian pipeline. Start getting fuel from these guys. And then you're going to see prices drop. And that's what... They are refusing to do because they're pushing their green gas to electric, 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 electric. And, guys, I would love to have that debate with anybody out there, especially when it comes to fuel, because we've talked about it before. He's trying to get fuel out of other countries, Iran, Venezuela. Well, his whole goal is to get rid of fossil fuels of course it is but that's what i'm talking about he wants to pay more money at these other places which burn dirtier we've talked about that but again it's not in our backyard you said that one night and i'll never forget that and jerry had a valid point it's not in your backyard we don't see it that's what they think but guess what exactly the global planet it's a round planet and just because it's on the other side of the world for you green people out there guess what it goes around the world (laughs) Yep, <laughs> that's called an ozone layer. Remember, that's what you guys talk about. Well, not not only that, but as a society here in the U.S., yeah, we like to make course. ourselves feel better by writing checks to solve problems. And so, you know, when something happens in another part of the world, you know, instead of fixing it and saying, "Hey, you know what? We're going to go over there and and make sure that they have the same safety restrictions we do and the same yeah. pollution rules that we do and everything like that," you know, like for example, the uh, what was it? Uh, Union Carbide that had that plant in India years back. And I think it was right. like the 1980s. And something happened in that plant, and this noxious gas got out and killed a whole bunch of people in uh, Bhopal, India. Yeah. And so, you know, I mean, oh, it's terrible. It's tragic. And, and the whole world was mourning and everything like that. Yeah. But pretty much what we were doing is we were just writing checks, you know, to the victims, you know, to make ourselves feel better. Oh, let's raise money for these people. You know, and, you know, what we're not doing is we're not saying, hey, you know what? China is a gross polluter. We are not going to do business with China until they come, you know, into, you know, the the, the same rules and regulations everybody else is following. That's how you enact change. Right. You know, hey, oh, we've got, uh, you know, 
this other country that's not doing – I mean because right now China and India are two of the worst polluters on the globe. They are. And so – but you know, and, and the only reason I bring this up is because that's what we've become as a society – is just check writers to make ourselves feel better. You know, oh, you know that that happened. That's terrible. That's bad. Let's let let's give right. some money to the victims. But what they don't do is they don't change the processes, which goes back to what you were just saying. The not mm-hmm. in my backyard, so I don't see it. And it's like, so you know, yeah, okay. So a thousand people died in China from you know such and such, whatever it was. Well, rather than say, hey, we got to fix that so that another thousand don't die, we just say, oh, that's too bad. Let's help the victims out. We'll do a GoFundMe page or, yeah. you know, something like that. But we don't fix it or we don't say, hey, we should bring that manufacturing back to the U.S. so that those people are no longer at risk. Oh, yeah. And you know what? Every time you guys open up something, you look at a box wherever it comes from, from Amazon or wherever the case may be. Guess what? China, 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 everywhere over that box. And you know, the real problem is it's what we're doing in our own country and i'm not saying biden's the only one guilty of this it goes way back to many presidents Uh, guys this should have been handled years and years ago we should be doing a lot more manufacturing here in the u.s why aren't we leading the world china's leading the world on this stuff right now that's well the other thing is too when when you folks are looking at your packages too yeah you know obviously made in china means made in china Yes. But they've actually gotten a little bit sneaky, too. And mm-hmm. um, some of the packages, that if you look at them, they'll say, uh, you know, uh, PRC, which stands yep. for People's Republic of China. Yep. And so sometimes they don't want to put China on there, so they'll just put PRC. But sometimes you have to look at the labels, too, because it'll be a U.S. company. Right. And it will say distributed by such and such in right. Chattanooga, Tennessee or something. Right. But that's just the company that sent it out on their trucks. If you right. actually look for where it was made, a lot of times it's made overseas. And that's right. what you got to really look for is where it was made, not where it was put on a truck. Right. And why are we having all the problems when we're having right now? Chip shortages, glass, paint. I could go on. So many things. I talk to people all the time and they're telling me, oh, gosh, I can't get parts. I can't get this. I uh, had one today. It says, I've got the parts, but I can't get a worker to fix a uh, hot tub. Nobody will come out and fix the hot tub for this uh, motel, believe it or not. And it's absolutely crazy because they can't get anybody to work. All right, guys. I want to talk about one last thing. <laughs> what does the radical left love to bring up? Pelosi and, I mean, we could go into a variety of them. January 6th. Here we go again. How many rounds of this do we need to go through? Now they're going to have a hearing. We're going to see it on TV. It's going to start all over again. You know what? I saw this uh, on one of the sites today. Social media sites. Somebody posted out there. They were talking January 6th. And they showed pictures. They had three pictures. People in the Capitol. Picture of Trump. And a picture of somebody with the Confederate flag. They're trying to tie them all together anyway. And let's talk about January 6th. One day, people started going in there and made a mistake. And we have said that. It was a mistake to go in there, absolutely. And then other people followed because they're probably sitting back going, oh, do we need to do this? I guess we just go with them. That's what really happened. And then we have already heard where they've left the gates open, certain things were done. However, 
Let's talk about something else because they keep putting that out. Let's talk about BLM burning businesses. That's not just one day. That's been many times throughout this country, throughout different cities. Let's talk about Antifa. Same thing. Not one day. Lots of days. Burning businesses, hurting people. People got shot. This happened. Happened. And yet all they can do is bring up one day. Thought yeah, but you know, something I got to throw in there, though, is with January 6th. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. What you basically had is probably 99% is trespassing. Right. And then there were a few people that were guilty of maybe yes. petty theft and vandalism. Yes. But the 99% was just trespassing. And right now they've had these people in prison, some of them for over a year yep. now. Yeah. And, you know, here's the thing. Not one of them, not one is charged with insurrection right. or sedition or treason or, you know, any of those high crimes against government. And so, you know, that's the problem that I have with this. We, as a government, are abusing our authority and violating the rights of our citizens by keeping them in prison that long. I mean, my gosh, Brian, there was that shooter in, I think it was was Texas about a year and a half ago. He went in and shot a school and actually, I think he killed somebody and he was out on bail like six months later. I mean, six hours later or 12 hours later or something like that. Yeah. And it's like, and these people were trespassing. Yeah. And they're still in jail. Yep. I mean, that guy that wore the buffalo head, you know, I mean, he didn't really do anything other than walk in there and stand at the speaker's podium. He got 40 something months. Yeah. That's four years. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and he didn't hurt anybody. He didn't beat anybody. He didn't break anything. He just went inside. You know what he did do? He got too close to Nancy Pelosi's desk and office, and that's what happened. Because yeah. she is in charge. She is God, she thinks. Yeah. I'm telling you. But I, I hate but to I mean, say it that way. That. Talk about violation of rights and, and yeah. violation of due process. You know, basically people that trespass, and they're not even being allowed to go out on bail. Yeah, I know. I mean, you know, and how crazy is that for trespassing? So, so much for guilty until... <laughs> Innocent until proven guilty in this country yeah. now, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they well, should at least be out on bail. Until proven guilty if you're a Democrat. Right. And, and by the way, where's that guy that was, was urging all the people to go inside? I know. He's he's fallen off the face of the earth, you know what I mean? Well, because, you know, it's pretty much been already proven that he's an FBI plant. And now nobody can find this guy. Nobody can see this guy. This guy's yeah. disappeared from the face of the earth. And it's like... And, you know, where's he? He was the one that was instigating everybody to go in. Well, then you got Maxine Waters, who was running her mouth about trying to start getting people's faces, do this. I mean, you've had quite a few of the uh, Democrats saying that, and it's wrong. You don't do that. I mean, look, I'll be honest. If I'm sitting out there and there's somebody I don't like, if I saw Maxine, I'm not a fan of her. I'm not a fan of Pelosi. But if I saw them sitting in a restaurant, you know what? I am not going to go up to them and yell at them. I'm not even going to sit across the street and yell at them. I am going to walk by because you know what? I may not agree with them, and I I don't like them personally in their politics. I probably don't like them even in real life, you know, personally. And um, But I'm not going to go up and bother them because they're people. They can sit over there and eat. I'm not going to go bothering them. 
And, you know, let's talk about this, too. Let's talk about January 6th, what they're talking about. They're also doing this for one reason, because they're trying to put, find something against Trump, because they know Trump's going to run again, and they are scared. They're terrified. Well, of course, because he won't let them, you know, no. pull the nonsense they pulled on him last time if he gets elected. No, and he's coming back. If he comes back and gets in there, guess what? <laughs> He's not going to play around. Last time he was kind of playing a little bit with politics, saying, I'm well, going to be last in time here. To be I'm going, hold on. I'm, hold on. He was going to go in there, and he's like, I'm going to be kind of in the middle, kind of leaning there. I'm going to be towards the right, but I want to at least give these guys a chance and get to know everybody and see what's going on. And yeah, he was trying to play both sides there. That's where I was going with it. I'm sorry, Jerry. No, no, but that's that, That's right. He was, he was trying to. So he left people in certain positions that he probably shouldn't have left them in that were coming from the previous administration, but he was trying to be bipartisan yep. and show the spirit of working together and working exactly. across the aisle and everything like that. But instead of appreciating that, they turn around and stab them in the back. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and so he wouldn't do that again. No, I think it'll be a whole different world on that. And, you know, I just heard on TV, they're talking about, okay, they're, they're worried about right now, more riots. They're calling it, terrorists now but more riots starting up here in this country because they're worried about roe versus wade well guess what if it gets overturned guess who's going to be out there riding it's not the conservatives it's the liberals they're the ones yeah, who are upset know, over this you that because you know i mean you get so many people that um you know they talk about how violent the right is and how dangerous the right is but when the riots happens it's always the left right um you know i remember you know, looking at the National Mall a couple of years ago, and they showed pictures of after the Obama administration and just the amounts of trash and garbage and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like, you know, because the people that were at the Obama uh, inauguration were littering and yeah. throwing stuff all over the place after the Trump, you know, inauguration, it, it was almost clean before the park workers came out. Well, because, and, yeah, I mean, yeah, okay. well, no, I was there and, and people like me were we were carrying garbage bags and when it was all over we were standing there with garbage bags and and holding them out for people to throw their cups into and their you know whatever you know their sandwich wrappers and you know and there was people and then when they would see you with a garbage bag that you know even if it wasn't theirs if they right. saw trash on the ground they'd pick it up and throw it in your bag and you yeah. know we left the place probably as clean as it was before we got there and it's like yeah. but, you know i mean it's a different story with democrats they riot they litter they pollute they but then they point their finger at you yeah. if you do anything close to what they already did themselves. Right. But there are people, I must say it, there are people on the right and left who are guilty of it at times, but leaning towards more of well, what there's the Democrats. Always an there is. So, but, 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 but that's not an exception. That's actually mostly I know. how it is. And, I know. and 99 plus percent of yep. all political violence comes from the left. Right. I do agree with that. I've seen a lot of it. And, you know, we, I, there was somebody on the night and she was talking about this and she was actually, she admitted she was a Democrat and she's starting to think about changing her party. She didn't say if she's going to conservative or not. That's fine. It's her choice. And she was talking about some of this tonight. She goes, I, I, you know, I'm just not comfortable. And I mean, Hey, well, look at Elon Musk. There you go. Right there. He changed it because he said they're getting too radical and violent on the left. That's why he's changed parties. So he's, he doesn't want to be part of that. I don't know if he actually changed parties, but he's not leaning with the left. How about that? 
well, he's become fairly conservative, and he's yeah. he's leaning towards voting Republican. Yes. Yeah, I don't know because I know he was an independent. Yep. So, but he's changed his stance where he's going now, and he's got a valid point. I mean, we've said this before: if you're not happy with the left, don't. Doesn't mean you need to go ahead and you know get out of the Democratic Party and go be an independent or whatever the case may be, but at least don't stay there. Well, guys, we're going to see what happens over the next couple weeks here. There's a lot out there going on right now, and I'm more worried about things like prices of fuel going up. I expect to see this continue to go way up. I said it from the beginning of this show. You know, I posted something out there tonight, and I did get some people that attacked me a little bit. Not attacked, but they said, well, I just got gas today, and it was this price. I said that was the national average what I posted. Remember, in other states, things are different. But then I posted also on that site where before Biden took over, where gas was a dollar ninety-eight or ninety-nine, something like that. And then afterwards, right now I am seeing four fifty on regular today. I was in Boston last week. I paid five twenty-three. Yeah. And that's where the different states. But I'm talking, yeah. yeah, and I was talking today in the state and all that. So you got five, or I'm sorry, 450 is what I've seen. Well, but, around here, I paid yeah. yesterday on my three uh, club. I'm losing you. And because it's a, uh, a membership deal, it's less. And I paid 437 at Sam's Club. Yeah. Yeah, so... And then when you look at those places like Sam's Club, uh, Costco, a few of them, they do give better prices right now. But again, they're still high, really yeah, high, and they're going to go saying. up. I mean, yeah, four thirty-seven was the right. bargain. I know, I know. I mean, because I use Gas Buddy. I, I used to use Gas Buddy when I, you know, a few years ago. But now that prices have gone up so much, I can't afford not to right. use something like that to look up where the least expensive fuel is. And, you know, I mean, that that's just one of those things that, uh, you know, I use it because sometimes you can save 10, 12 cents a gallon, depending on, you know, what part of town you're in and, and where you are. And I remember a few years ago, I was traveling down I-95 and I was in South Carolina and there was a, a gas station. It was like four miles off the interstate, but it was 27 cents a gallon cheaper. I was like, yep, done. Uh, I know it's oh, going to wow. take me an extra 10 minutes, but, you know, 27 cents a gallon, I'm in. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and that's where those apps can help out. And uh, but yeah, I've been using can. Gas Buddy for years. But I, there was a long time that I didn't use it because gas prices were so low that I didn't really care about right. the difference. But now, you bet, I'm yeah. using it. Yeah. So just keep an eye on gas prices, guys. It's going to continue to go up, 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 up. Well, and the I gas prices going up, like you said yeah. earlier, yeah. are going to raise the prices of everything else. Right. Furniture is going to go up. Clothing is going to go up. Food's going to go up. Businesses are going to go bankrupt. Yeah, absolutely. And power, think about this. Your power is going to go up. Well, why would my power go up? Well, what do you think the people at the power company drive to go out and check the meters and, you know, and everything like that? They have to drive vehicles. And so if their expenses right. go up, they have to charge more for your power. So right. your electricity is going to go up. Yeah. Hey, when did this happen last time? Let me really think about that. Although it, was, it wasn't as bad as it is now. Who was in office when this happened last time? 
Well, I would say Obama. Bingo. You got yeah. it. Absolutely, this was the case. Gas prices were up. Many things were having problems right then. Inflation, all that stuff. Just saying, guys. Look it up. Do your research. All right, guys. Uh, Jerry, you have any more before we end this? Nope. All right. Tonight was just an average talk about everything. Just kind of a refresher of what we've been going through. And uh, we'll keep an eye out what goes on. And I'll tell you, I have been, I'm telling you, read the Constitution, study it, learn it, learn the Second Amendment, learn many things. Hey, learn the 12, 20, learn the 20. Well, anyway, we'll talk about that another day. I'll, I'll bring that amendment up later. There's a reason why. But um, <laughs> they're going, what? That's what we're going to save it for. All right, guys. So um, anyway, I just want to thank our law enforcement for everything you guys out there are doing. Again, guys, here in Wake County, keep an eye out. Donnie Harrison, he's running for sheriff. Again, Donnie Harrison's running for sheriff. Please research him. Give this gentleman your vote. Please do so. You'll love him. He's been a great sheriff. Also, um, and he is a great guy, and he's going to be our sheriff again. No doubt about it. So, um, also, I want to thank our military for everything you guys do. I want to thank our truck drivers, our first responders, for everything you guys are doing out there. And I want to thank our people that are working and collecting a paycheck and not staying at home. Who else am I missing, Jerry? I think I got it. Oh, farmers. I want to thank our farmers, too. <laughs> Anything else, Jerry? Think I got it all? Well, you know, anybody that's listened more than yep. once, even if you miss one tonight, you know I mean? They know. I know, but I can't do that. I got to keep everybody in yep. mind. You know what? I, I agree. I got to bring them up all the time. I do. It's important. They mean a lot to me. They mean a lot yep. to you. We've talked about this. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway. All right. Well, say goodnight, Jerry. Goodnight, Jerry. All right. So as always... Guys, God bless you. God bless America. Have a great evening, and thanks, and take care, and I'll talk to you in a couple days. We're going to actually try to make this a scheduled event. So Jerry and I have been talking about this, so we may do this two nights during the week on a certain time. So we're putting it together. Anyway, I'll talk to you later. Take care. God bless you. God bless America.